You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And even better news today for the Commanders because the news in the NFL today was that the Chicago Bears have decided that they are keeping their head coach. Great decision. I love Matt it so much. Eberfels. That's an awesome call, Chicago. You're doing it. Let's hear it for the Bears, Hi, ladies Bears. and gentlemen. There you go. go, Bears. Way to go. Continuity. Brilliant. Really smart. I also think you should keep Justin Fields. Run it back. I think you should pick a tackle at number one to help out Justin Fields. What about a receiver, Lamar Nation Jr.? Yeah, you can help take him. him. There you go. That could be fun. Pick a middle linebacker. Do what Detroit did last year. Copy them. I love it. The Bears played eight games against teams over 500 this season. They went one and seven in those games. Let me write that down. One now, and seven. to the Bears' credit, okay, I'm going to give them this. They did play really well down the stretch. Eberflus is an outstanding defensive coach. I don't think anyone would say otherwise. He took over play calling, and they were one of the best defensive units in the league after he took over the reins. And they were a complete pain in the butt to play from Thanksgiving on. In fact, they went 4-2 and down the stretch. Their losses by a field goal to the Browns. And then in Week 18, when the Packers had their whole season on the line. They beat Atlanta and Arizona and Minnesota and Detroit. But that's kind of the theme of their season. They didn't really Mm -hmm. beat anybody good. So what they've done is they've blown out their offensive staff, including their coordinator, Luke Getze. Uh, He falls on the sword. Whether or not they stick with fields is TBD. But just by starting this way, two-part thought here. Number one, hugely Important and good news for the Commanders because mm-hmm. this is a good job. That's a this really is good a job. Exceptional opening. They've got a lot of money to spend. They've got the number one pick in the draft. You could make the case, and a lot of guests that we've had on have made this case, Danny, that this is a better job than Washington's. I think it's close. I would actually take the Commanders' job because but it's eye of the beholder there. Bears Six one half dozen the other. Yeah, but the number one pick's a huge deal, mm-hmm. and they've got just about the same amount of money to spend as Washington. It's a great gig. And they have decided in a cycle with Jim Harbaugh, ties to the Bears, Mike Vrabel, former coach of the year who just got fired, maybe Bill Belichick available, Ben Johnson and others out there. They have decided, we're good. Matt Eberflus, man. We got our guy. We got it. I just, if I was a Bears fan, I would be livid about this. Yeah. This is not the course that I would take, but God bless them. They got to pick one, pick nine. A huge amount of salary cap space upcoming with, with some maneuvering. Right now, they're about $61 million bucks. Washington's around 80 And again, a couple easy maneuvers to get both teams north of that uh, to, to help their situations. But you've got, again, the number one pick, the number nine pick, an asset that's already at quarterback that's young that you're going to be able to get something in trade. A team like Atlanta, for example, should be in the market, absolutely should be trading for Justin Fields or something to that effect, right? Someone will want him. 
that's not going to get you a first rounder, but it'll get you a two, maybe a, maybe a late two, maybe early three, whatever. I don't know. I'm always surprised by trade markets. The point is, that's a really, really, really good situation. And Matt Eberflus is in it. That's not another, that's not another, that's not some place where a hot candidate's going to go, oh, I get this, 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 and this. That's exciting. Hot candidate's got to go somewhere else. You know where somewhere else is? Right here. We're somewhere else. Yeah. I had heard, like everyone else was hearing, that he was probably safe, which was the news as of you know a week and a half, two weeks left in the season. We were waiting word. He was supposed mm-hmm. to meet yesterday with ownership, and those meetings went into this morning, and then Schefter broke the news this morning, I believe it was, that officially he was going to be staying put and that they were just making sweeping changes on the offensive staff. The reason I didn't really believe it, though, is if they're keeping Justin Fields, this is now a gotta-have-it season. His career's on the line. And look no further than Washington last year. There's other examples of this. When you've got a lame-duck staff, Mm -hmm. Jay Gruden had this problem when he was trying to find a defensive coordinator, if you remember, when he was going into the end of his deal and he didn't get an extension. If they don't offer Iberflus an extension, and he's in a contract year. Now you've got to go out and try to lure one of the good offensive coordinators that's available into your building to work with a quarterback that I would say is someone that's viewed very differently depending on who you're talking to. Some mm-hmm. people love him. Some people think he's not going to be able to play at the level necessary in this league. So between that and if you're keeping him, of course, and the fact that it's a lame duck staff that might get blown out in a year, how to work out for Eric Bieniemy? to come join a team with an unproven quarterback who might be firing its coach at the end of the year. Not great, Bob. It's it's just an awkward way to do this. And let's say they're not going to keep Fields, which after they keep Eberflus, I have no faith that they'll do the right thing. I still predict that they'll take a quarterback one. But if you're keeping Eberflus, you can't tell me that there's no way they keep Fields yeah, as well. Yeah, I, I, they're um... – I don't. I, I'm almost to the point where it's more likely they do keep Fields now because they kept Eberflus. I'm surprised they did that. To me, that's like the halfway mark to just staying put. But if let's say you you draft a quarterback one, mm-hmm. if Eberflus gets fired at the end of the year, which with a rookie quarterback you're not probably winning. If you don't extend him, if you win five to seven games next year, you, you just can't make the case to me that they would keep him. You're starting the cycle again. I know. You're handing the next coach, the guy that the last group picked. Yeah, that's why I think it's a stupid move. It's, that's why if I was a Bears fan, I'd be furious. But that's why I'm over here in Washington. I'm clapping like a seal. Great job, Chicago. More of it. Keep running it back. I just don't know what they're thinking. I don't either. Uh, there was a uh, – we'll talk more about this table later, but there was this great visual graph uh, table that came out today that I saw from PFF with a nice – Right up in story, and this is an annual thing that they do. But it's essentially NFL offseason resources, right? It's a composite table of what they view as, you know, where you rank and and the cap percentile that you have with um, where your draft capital is. And they look at those two things. So it's like the prorated amount of money you'll be able to spend, the amount of draft picks you'll be able to use, and then they give you a final composite score. Mm-hmm. The commanders rank number one for them. Said differently... Not an opinion, but statistically a fact based on their method of looking at it. Nobody is in a better spot to spend money and draft players based on capital that they'll have than the commanders, which is why I think this GM and this head coaching vacancy together is such a – it's just going to be 
not only possible for them to get the mm-hmm. best guy, but it, this is the perfect time to do all this for Washington. It's a great gig to, to run this front office. It's a really good gig to be a head coach here with this new ownership group. But the number two team in this table is the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. And they're close to Washington. Like the composite scores, they gave the Commanders a 100. They gave the Bears a 97. Nobody else is above a 93. Other teams that need coaches, the Patriots are third. The Raiders are sixth. The Falcons are 10th. I think the Titans are eighth. So there's several in the top 10. But the team that's most competitive with Washington in terms of what they've got to dangle in front of coaches, if you both really want Jim Harbaugh, if you both really want Ben Johnson, you both really want Adam Peters. Whatever, whoever, yeah. Uh, I guess they already have a GM, but keeping it with the head coach. They're your toughest, stiffest competitor, according to this composite of being able to spend, being able to add talent this offseason. And they decided not to open their job. What a coup for Washington that news was today. That piece being taken off the board, I I don't think we can underrate it. Same. I've been thinking the Bears would open and that would be job number... Seven, and I still I'm banking on. I know you're on the opposite side of this. I'm still betting on Belichick being out in New England. I think that opening is still coming. I wouldn't be surprised, but if I had to put my money down today, I'd, I'd bet on him staying staying there. But of course, that could be proven wrong at any any point in time. Um, as you start to look at some of those openings, though, when you add in the total combination of assets, right, with the cap space, draft capital, and everything else. That, to me, was just why you start over in Chicago. That's what I would have done. I know we're over talking about Chicago, but that's why I would have said, let's just hit the ground running here because, again, we've we've set ourselves up really, really well for this kind of thing. The thing we were talking about with Washington, when we both liked the idea of trading away Montez Sweat and Chase Young to get future assets, it's basically saying, let's set the stage for the new regime. They did that and then kept the same regime. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 